Okay. Welcome to hell. Uh, a friend of mine. No, I don't want to start there. Let's start with this. Existence is... If you know that you exist, then you exist as something and not as something else. That's what it means to know that you exist. It's to be differentiated. Uh, you're choosing to be you and not anyone else. Oops. So, existence, therefore, any conscious awareness, this is kind of what I'm talking about when I say existence today, is therefore um, limited. Existence implies limitation, or I should at least specify self-awareness implies limitation. Existence is actually, uh, because it can be no other thing, uh, continuous. And continuous doesn't make any sense. It's a paradox. But it, it appears discrete. You know, we can point to one thing uh, and not another. But we all know under the hood, even the quantum physics math tells us, it's all continuous. That electron that you think is probably here could be on the other side of the moon. You know, it's a continuous field. You don't know. So, um, um, anyway, the point that I'm trying to get to is that existence implies limitation. And limitation, insofar, insofar as you want to get out of your limitations, to transcend them, uh, limitations imply suffering, or at least a potential for suffering, but probably the actual thing. So, limitations imply suffering. That means existence implies suffering. That means life is suffering. Necessarily. Probably. And so, um, I had a friend of mine one, one day, a very dear friend, tell me that, uh, well, this is what he said. He said, you know, I don't think that heaven and hell are a place that we go after this life. I think this life is heaven. Uh, I'm sorry, I said heaven, but he said, I think this life is hell. This life is hell. We're in hell. This is it. And he's right. Because that limitation 
implies suffering. So we're in hell. This is hell. When he said that, as a, I, it, it actually cheered me up. I, I liked that. It made me feel pretty good. Because guess what? If you're already in hell, well, it can't get much worse. Well, I mean, it could, you know. But you're already here. You know, so if someone cuts you off in traffic or does something you find annoying, you just remind yourself, you know, just welcome to hell. It's good to have you. Uh, I don't know, I like it. I like to remember that this is hell. When I looked into Buddhist philosophy, I, I felt like something was wrong with their ideals, and perhaps I just didn't look long enough. But the Buddha talked about getting out of suffering by not desiring. Don't desire to transcend your limits, and you won't suffer because of them. It's pretty simple. Don't desire. You're, you're good. But desiring not to desire is a desire. So it seems like that's very hard to do. Um, there's this... The concept that I'm trying to get to... Well, I'll tell you what I, my reaction to the Buddhist philosophy was first. I thought, okay, let's let's imagine that you could transcend whatever and reach nirvana through meditation and what's their goal their goal is get out of I think samsara isn't that it what it's called uh, this this pattern of reincarnation of, of life and birth of coming into the world and going out coming in and going out it's a painful thing, and life is suffering, and this is hell. And so we ought to stop that. We ought to just get out of it completely. And when I heard this idea, I thought, well, you can't. You can't get out. If nobody's around to observe existence, existence doesn't exist. And that can't happen. Existence has to exist. And it also has to not exist. That's the paradox that I've been talking about. But that means you can't go anywhere from, you know, from where we are right now. You can't get out of whatever this is sure feels like you can get out as a individual structure of memory the memory can be wiped you're done you have to start over so that can happen but awareness itself is stuck in existence it's never going to stop it's like you can't get out of existence if anybody managed 
to turn off awareness, it would turn off for everybody. Awareness is below an individual's conscious experience. It doesn't really make much sense, I know, but um, somehow it has to be that way. Anyway, so that's, that was my reaction. And, and I bring that to the idea of this is hell because, well, I hate to do this. I mean, nobody, nobody should really talk about dreams that they have, right? I mean, that's just boring. Isn't it bad form? People find dreams of other people quite boring. This weird thing happened and that weird thing happened. It has no meaning and the person is left saying, okay, thanks for telling me that dream doesn't... But I'm going to tell you. Anyway, I'll keep it short. I had a dream recently where I woke up in hell and I knew it was hell and it was actually quite pleasant. A lot of grassy rolling hills. But I somehow knew that I was in hell because there was nothing to do. And also, you know, it was just ground in the sky and, and I couldn't go up. You know, if you can't go up, you're in hell. It's the definition of hell. So I said, well, I wonder what's beneath hell. So I dug down, actually found a hole, and I got into the ground. I'm going down and I find myself in this huge cavern. I'm at the bottom of this cavern. I can look up and I see the hole that I came through and it's a little pinhole. So I'm in this huge cave thing underneath the ground and it's a trap because there's nothing to do down there either. And I'm realizing, oh, a trap is beneath hell. It's just more hell. The hell is a trap. Being conscious is a trap. You can't get out of it. But, I mean, not fundamentally. But in this cavern, there was a big, huge, gaping hole of an abyss. And really, you know, there was like this little ledge that I could walk around. And there was this hole, and that was it. And so after a while, I decided, okay, I'll jump in the hole. I mean, there's nothing else to do. I've explored this little ledge in this dark cavern as much as I can manage. So I guess I'm jumping in. So I jump in and I wonder if it just goes forever. If I'm just going to be floating in nothing forever. I had no idea. But that's not what happened. I fell for a while and then I landed on a plant. A very large plant and I crawled down you know it was like a tree but you know it was like soft or something I don't know crawled down this plant is sitting on a little patch of dirt it's like a little tiny island and all I can see as far as the eye can see is this blue magic water kind of substance that this plant is you know growing in essentially and I don't see any other islands, I don't see anything else, I just see blackness, 
and the blue for the you know, water. So I, uh, I had this feeling, I don't know why this is significant, but it came up in the dream. So I had this feeling that if I just sit there at the bottom of the, the base of the plant, that it would consume me. Like that's not enough. There's something else. Don't just lay down here and, you know, finish the journey. It's kind of how I felt. So I drank some water and then I jumped in the water and started swimming. And that's when I had this glorious epiphany. It was... And it was intertwined with this idea of hell and a trap and consciousness. And the only way I can describe it is to say it like this. Now, it's, it's not exactly this. It's almost more of this than this. But what I'm going to say is going to make everything sound a little trivial. But it's not. So, anyway, but this is the epiphany that I had. I realized that I was dreaming, this was a dream, and that I wasn't in hell because uh, I was hell. I wasn't in a trap because I was a trap. I was the awareness that, that I thought um, That, that was at the base of everything, that created everything. I was the, the awareness that everything was contained within, is how it felt. And so it, if, if I had to analogize it, and this is where it starts to sound trivial, it's to say that I realized I was in a dream and that I could see, not, not that I saw it visually, but in my mind's eye, I could see my own body in my bed, in my apartment, in the state in which I live, in the country, in the world, in the universe. And I saw that whole story of my life as another dream. That I was in a dream within a dream. And that neither of them were trivial. That they were important because they were a journey both of them were a journey and that um there's nothing to do but embrace the journey because the journey is you there's nothing to do but embrace the awareness and the the, the trap the hell the suffering And this is so weird for me to say because, you know, I live in a first world country, never really had a lot of pain. And so the amount of suffering I've had to endure or, and the amount of suffering that I've chosen to embrace is like absolutely minuscule compared <laughs> to others. But intellectually, um, this... Epiphany has manifested itself to me. So, anyway, I hope that was interesting.
We live in hell, and that's okay. It's all good. Just, uh, I don't know. Embrace it then, maybe.